What is up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to Strictly Leakage this week. I am your host, Daryl. And today, we're talking about a tough fucking subject for sure. Uh, we're going to talk about domestic violence and surviving domestic violence. And a lot of people don't think that, um, you know, men know much about domestic violence and all that other bullshit, uh, which is false, completely false. It's 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 so false, it's almost as it's ignorant that people can sit there and say that men can't be um, assaulted or be uh, domestically abused or anything like that. So we're going to talk about that shit, <laughs> you know, so it's going to be a, today's going to be a good show. Um, and I'm going to speak on, you know, just subjects, you know, like, you know, experiences of my own that I've been through uh, in my life and my, my trials and tribulations and shit, you know, growing as a person growing up. And, um, you know, it's pretty much going to start from <laughs> fucking day one, pretty much almost. Um, so some of you guys, if you guys like are triggered by stuff like this, you might not want to tune into this episode. Uh, I just figured I'd let you guys know that. Um, uh, because yeah, it's going to be, there's going to be some graphic things I talk about. I'm going to talk about, you know, things that happened in my childhood. I'm going to talk about things that have happened as a, as an adult. And it's, uh, it's going to, it's going to be, uh, you know, an emotional show. I mean, I've lived this, lived this life and, you know, been through the things that I've been through and this is, you know, my story. And it's, you know, surviving, you know, domestic violence, and it's going to be talking on behalf of others, you know, and, <clears throat> you know, as a, it's, it's going to be a, a different show today. Today, we're not going to be talking about, you know, this, that and the other and, you know, just shit like that. We're going to talk about, you know, other things, you know, some I've, I don't think I've ever even touched this subject before. So it's, it's going to be my first time discussing domestic violence and domestic violence situations and, and just stuff like that. So it's going to be, it's going to be a different show for sure. Um, and I definitely want to, uh, you know, be in, informative towards people and let them know, Hey, you're not alone. Um, <laughs> I've been through things. Um, and I know plenty of people that have been through, you know, domestic situations and, you know, they're just, it's not good. It's not healthy. And, and, and that's just what it is. So we're going to talk about that and, we're going to get right to it and get the ball rolling on this. So, um, and this is, this is my experience with domestic violence and surviving domestic violence. So the biggest thing that I ever went through with, you know, domestic violence and everything like that is, um, when I was younger, I was almost two years old. I was 21 months years old. I was 20, <laughs> I was 21 months years old. No, I was 21 months. Um, my mom, my grandmother, myself were in a house. Uh, my mom was uh, eight months pregnant with my younger brother, and um, a gentleman <clears throat> uh, broke into our house who was my grandmother's ex. They'd been broken up for about a year because she found out he was on drugs, and you know he broke into the house, um, <clears throat> hit my grandma in the face with a baseball bat. Um, then he, you know, beat her with a baseball bat, and then he continued to uh, beat my pregnant mother with a baseball bat, and. Um, it's fucking crazy. It's crazy because I still have night terrors over it sometimes. Sometimes I'll wake up in like a, a cold sweat rubbing my face and stuff like that. Cause I watched it all happen. Um, I, um, uh, yeah, I witnessed it. So, um, cause I, and I was covered in my mom's, my mom and my grandma's blood. So when I was, uh, when I was a kid, you know, that, that happened, so, you know, my mom ended up, they, they thought my mom was dead when they got there. My grandma had two broken arms, lost her, her teeth, had over 200 stitches in her head. My mom had stitches. My mom's arms were broken. Uh, my mom ended up giving birth to my brother, which when they got to the hospital, they didn't know whether to save my mom or my brother. They ended up saving both. <clears throat> and, uh, 
yeah, it's it's a really fucking crazy situation, you know. It's uh to think about, you know, especially growing up. Like and growing up, I I was always, you know, I was close to my mom and my grandma more than I was my dad. Because my dad, so here's another thing, this is, you know, this is this is what it is. And the guy that did that to my grandma and my mom, he ended up shooting himself, but he didn't die. The bullet just bounced around in his head. Uh to make it gave him like the mentality of like a fourth grader or something like that. He ended up dying in a nursing home. But you know, after that, um he actually beat him twice. So he beat him the first time came back a second time and beat him. He actually was going to come back a third time and beat them, but he didn't. They were gone already to the hospital. <laughs> and, uh, you know, growing up, um, you know, in, in domestic disputes, not just with, you know, in relationships and stuff like that. It's also, you know, you can be, be, you know, have a domestic violence case against like your, your parent, a parent, a parent, when a parent beats a child, that's domestic violence. It's considered domestic violence. And, um, you know, when I was younger, um, I didn't get that, uh, that love I got, you know, from like a parent or anything like that. Not from my dad. Um, I, I, I was, you know, I, my dad hated me. That's how I feel. <laughs> you know, my dad, every time my mom would, every time my mom would go to the grocery store, my dad would fuck me up and beat my ass. Like I would get fucked up. Um, I always felt like I was never good enough for him and, you know, felt like, you know, I could do nothing right for the man. <laughs> so, um, God rest his soul. You know, he's gone. He passed away about eight years ago. Almost. Um, <clears throat> I just really felt like I wasn't good enough. I just felt like it was just, I was never going to be enough for him. Um, and he, uh, finally stopped when I stood up to him when I was 16 years old, he thought he was going to uh, grab me by my face and I ripped his hands off my face and was like, this is not happening anymore. <clears throat> and, uh, he kicked me out. So, um, you know, there's that. And then just getting older, you know, uh, in relationships, I didn't really do any domestic violence. You know, it wasn't, you know, my first relationship was my first relationship. It was trials and tribulations. We broke up a lot. We fought a lot. Um, finally, we, you know, we finally called it quits when I was about 20. Um, then I was single for a little while. And then I met my ex-girlfriend I was with for almost nine years. I was with her for eight years. <clears throat> the most toxic fucking relationship I've ever been on or been in, in my entire life. Um, <laughs> and I'm telling you, man, this shit was, this is eight years worth of fucking domestic. You know, this is like some crazy shit. And this isn't me. I never put my hands on the woman. Um, the only time I ever put my hands on her is when I bear hugged her. So she'd stop fucking hitting me. Um, <clears throat> so let's see. I mean, it started, fuck, not in the beginning. I mean, in the beginning, obviously it doesn't start in the beginning. It never starts in the beginning with anybody. Um, we, uh, oh my God. Um, yeah, it was probably after the first first nine months of being together. Uh, everything was good. And then all of a sudden, you know, her drinking just got the best of her, which I don't think it was just the drinking. I think it was her her personality in general. She had a really stale personality. And, uh, you know, her, you know, when she wasn't drinking, she was actually a really good person. And then her drinking, you know, just succumbed her and took over. And the person that she, she was after drinking or when she was drinking was not the person you wanted to be around. She wasn't a very, very, you know, pleasant person to be around. So, you know, I remember the first time, the first altercation, she came and pushed me and I left. I was like, you know what? I'm not fucking doing this. I left. And, uh, next day I get a text. I'm sorry. You know, I was really drunk, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, the same, the bullshit that comes with it. Right. So I go back. <laughs> excuse me <laughs> i go back and then she um you know things are good for a few weeks and then it's back to the bullshit you know it's it's back to bullshit you know she 
I don't remember what happened this time. Like fucking she, she was just always off the rocker and off the rails. Uh, she used to throw shit at me. <laughs> she called the police on me. Um, after she was fucking getting on my ass and fucking me up. I remember one time she fucking, uh, what did she do? To, oh, she fucking, um, I don't know why she did it, but she came up behind me and tried to rip my underwear off. I don't understand why, why a woman would try to rip someone's boxers off. Uh, tried to do that. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Okay. And the shit's just fucking, it's crazy. It's foul. It's not fun. Um, and it was just, it was bad the whole time. Um, we moved into her mom's basement and she fucking thought she was going to put her hands on front of me in front of her son, which he was young. I ra- I was raising him, you know what I'm saying? As my own. And <clears throat> I bear hugged her and told her she's not going to do this shit. Um, you know, she was hitting me, trying to scratch me, slapping me. Um, and the reason why is she was doing that is because I busted her for cheating on me. Um, I had, you know, an intuition that told me, Hey, check out her phone. <laughs> sure enough. I went through her phone and found um text message from her and some dude that was in the Navy telling each other how they missed each other and shit like that and how she wished he was here with her and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, damn, I'm laying right next to you at night while you're texting this motherfucker, this shit. You know, it was just, it was crazy and it was super fucking toxic. And that's the, I learned from that shit that that's not shit I want to deal with ever again in life because that's not who I am and that's not what I want to deal with. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was, it was wild, super wild. And, uh, crazy and that's not even the end of it so just hold on i'm gonna take a drink of this water all right so we go on and uh i get past that you know the whole fucking texting and flirting with some dude whatever and um i end up leaving her after that night after she fucking attacked me because i went through her phone and she was like you're invading my privacy i'm like well i had a gut instinct and obviously my gut instinct was right you know you're out here fucking texting other dudes telling me you miss him and shit like that and it's fucked up when i'm right here and we've been together for almost a year so then I would, uh, so then I, you know, was gone for about a month or so. I get a text and this is, this is some narcissistic shit right here. Okay. And I miss you. I miss my best friend. That's what she would always tell me. That's what would always suck me in because I, at the, at the time had low self-esteem and didn't think I deserved anything better than what I was getting. And, um, I loved her kids. You know, I was around her kids and I was raising her son as my own. And it was just, it was fucking, it was wild, man. Just, you know, um, you know, he started calling me dad after, after about a year of us being together. And it was just, you know, he was my son. You know, I raised him. He's still my son to this day. I still talk to him every day. Um, you know, we still have some kind of communication and he still calls me his dad. So, you know, it's, it's, it was a blessing. That was the only blessing out of that relationship was him. And, uh, (laughs) she, um, she, uh, yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. That was, that was a, a bad time, but the worst time was when we had a fucking, we got a trailer together and <laughs> I caught her on. So I caught her on some more shit. Uh, this time she fucking scratched the shit out of me, um, and threw a fucking, um, pasta sauce at me and hit the fucking wall, but put a hole in the wall, punched a, a cabinet in our, in our, in our kitchen and broke the cabinet. She was crazy. I'm telling you, she was fucking crazy. And then, uh, I ended up getting a PPO on her because of that. So we were broken up for probably a good solid four or five months. I had the PPO on and I was like, I am not fucking doing this. So she, um, that happened, got back together with her after that, which is, you know, all this shit's stupid. It's, it's so stupid. It was ignorant on my part. It was just unreal. So we got back together after that. And actually, actually it was more than six months. It was about a year we were broken up. So what happened was we were broken up. I ended up moving on, getting a new girlfriend. 
uh, was with the new girl. She was a fucking amazing one of the. She was probably probably one of the better the better one of the better women I've ever been with. And um, I ended up fucking that up because I was an idiot. <clears throat> I broke up with her because my fucking ex texted me and said, "I miss you. I miss my best friend. I miss what we had." And blah 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 blah. And of course, her and I had history more than me and this other girl. So you know, me and the other girl, we break up, and it was fucking wild. Like it was, I ended up going back. And it was just, it was ignorant shit on my part. Um, yeah, broke up and it was just, it was stupid. It was super stupid of me to go back to her and, you know, to make up with her and, and everything else. Then we break up again because she fucking decided to be a fucking cheater, but she was, she was super good at manipulating me. And that's what people fail to realize when you go through like domestic violence and through with narcissistic people, they're super good at manipulating people and making them think that. They want you like, oh, they'll tell you shit like, I'm broken without you, or I miss my best friend and miss what we had. In actuality, they don't. They're just bored. They don't miss you. You're, they're not broken without you. They just want to manipulate you and treat you like dog shit. And that's what it is. And people fucking, people fail to realize that. And then they end up pushing something good away. You know, like me with the one girl. She was fucking awesome. You know, I don't know what could have happened. It probably would have been fucking fantastic. It was, you know. But I, at that time, it wasn't, I wasn't prepared for it. And I fucking <coughs> went back to the crazy abuse of X, <clears throat> you know? So that's what it was. But the, the final straw with me in this relationship was when she fucking, it was our, it was, this was our last, last straw on the rodeo. Um, we, we fucking, it's tough. Like we. We broke up. We broke up because she fucking she I got pulled over in her car. She had a bottle that was open. I didn't know the bottle was there. The cop was going to arrest me. I was on my way to a job interview. I called her, let her know. She hangs up on me, starts cussing me out. She comes home right after after work and she was drunk already. So she's drunk already from work. And I was just fed up. I was done. So I took the bottle that she hid in the freezer. Threw it off our porch, off the balcony in our in our um <clears throat> off our kitchen, and uh she came in busting in, slapped me a bunch of times, poked me in the face that I was a worthless piece of shit. Um, that no one ever loved me like she loves me, and just a bunch of crazy shit. A crazy shit. Now mind you, I've never put my hands on her, but I scared the fuck out of her this time because I punched a hole through her TV and I threw it down a flight of stairs. And then um she ended up calling the police on me, trying to say that I grabbed her by her hair and I threw her around the apartment and all this other bullshit. Cops came. They did a scalp, te- uh, scalp test on her, checked her hair. Her, her scalp wasn't red and there was no hair missing. It looked like there was nothing, but I come outside. They arrest me, but then they see my red ass face from getting slapped the fuck up. And <laughs> they were like, do you want to press charge? And then, oh, that's the best part. She told them that I pulled my gun on her when my, my pistol was put away in my uh, closet in my safe, which had about an inch of dust on it. So if you uh, have ever been arrested for something that you've never uh, never done, it's crazy. Um, thank God the cops noticed that I had the marks on my face and the markings, <clears throat> and they didn't want to take me to jail. So they asked if I want to press charges. I was like, nope, I'm good. I just want her out of my house, out of my apartment. That's all. I just want her gone. So she ended up, <laughs> She. this is the best part. She ends up leaving. She's gone for about a week. And I had the apartment to myself. I was like, all right, good. I'm collecting myself, getting my, my thought back together. I was done. I didn't want to be with her anymore. I was like, fuck this. I'm good. You know, we're done. The relationship's over. So I end up about a, about, about a week later, um, I get served with a PPO, which in our, in our lease, because she was also on the lease agreement to the apartment, but I was the main signer. 
On the lease agreement, it says if there is any domestic dispute to where one party gets served with a PPO, they are removed from the lease and have to be removed from the premises. I thought that was fantastic because there was there was a fucking hole in the wall for me throwing the TV down the flight of stairs. <clears throat> so it removed my name off the lease from having to repair anything. And that was all stuck on her, which I was absolutely fine with. I was like, you know what? This is fucking fantastic. I don't got to pay for none of this shit. I'm good. So I move on. A few months go by. And then I meet my my now ex-wife. So I met my ex-wife. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you this, man. Domestic violence and, and, and all that shit isn't just physical. It's also mental abuse. So my ex-wife acted like she was fucking great. She wasn't. <laughs> she fucking, uh, yeah, she was just a, a different breed for sure. Uh, I mean, I, I guess that's my fucking issue is I dated two women that were older than me. My, my one that was the crazy one that I was just talking about was 10 years older than me. My ex-wife was 15 years older than me, right? You figure with age, they, uh, they'd be more mature, but they're not. They're, they're, <laughs> they actually might be fucking worse. And, um, so, you know, you get my ex-wife did, she was really good at like, uh, manipulation and shit made me feel like, you know, we were together. Like everything was great. Everything was fantastic. One day I come home from work. She didn't work just, just so I can mention this and clear this up. She didn't fucking work. I paid for every fucking thing. Okay. So she, uh, I come home from work one day. She's like, you need to move. I said, what you need, you need to move. Like, um, what, what do you, what do you mean? I need to move. You know, it's, it's, and it, I'm still baffled to this day that she asked me that, like she kicks me out. So I move in with my brother and I'm sleeping on my brother's couch. I get addicted to pills because I was fucking depressed. And, um, you know, I, I, obviously I'm not, I'm not on pills anymore or anything like that. I'm not hooked on anything. I just smoke weed. Um, but you know, back then it was, it was, it was tough for me. And I, <laughs> I was just, you know, I got hooked on pills because they made me feel invincible. They made me feel no emotion. So I, I, I felt emotionless. And then these pills I'm talking about were Xanax. I was on Xanax. So the Xanax made me feel like I had no emotions. I didn't, I didn't, didn't have any feelings. So that, that was good because I was numb, numb to the pain I was feeling from getting divorced. Cause I felt like a failure, I felt like I failed my first divorce or my first marriage and all this other shit. And I was like, fuck dude, like what in the fuck just happened? And, uh, at the end of the day, I'm actually happy it happened because she manipulated me. She made me feel like she wanted to be with me for me when in actuality, she just wanted to be with me for the money I was making. And then when I got laid off from my job, shit went downhill, shit got real funky. And, um, and that's just what it was, you know, and, that, and that's just what it was. Um, and then I ended up filing for divorce and she tells my mom when she gets, when my mom hands her the divorce papers, I didn't want it to be like this. And my mom looks at him like, you kicked him out. What do you think he was going to sit around and wait for the rest of his life for you? So, I ended up being single for probably a good solid, uh, uh, fuck almost two years. Yeah. I was, I was, yeah. Single for damn. It was two years actually. Now that I think about it. So I was, I was single for about two years. Uh, and then I give him my, my most recent ex-girlfriend and I'm not even going to get into that one because it's fucking that. <laughs> I just, the whole situation, everybody's like, you should be mad at her for what she did to you. She didn't do anything bad. She went back to her, her ex that was abusive and manipulative. And I can't be mad at her because I did the same fucking thing with my ex. I was with from the time I was 22 until I was almost 30. So I can't be mad at her about it because, you know, it, it's, it sucks that she left me because that's the one person that I truly felt like I was going to spend the rest of my life with. And I've, I've known her since I was 13 years old. You know what I'm saying? So we've, it wasn't like some random chick that I had ever fucking 
you know, that I just, just met and that I was, you know, I was like, Oh my God. Like, you know, I just met you. No, I've known her since I was 13. She was actually the first girl I ever really loved for real when I was a kid. And, um, you know, that, that happened. And honestly, that was the first woman to ever break me. She was the first woman to ever break me when she broke up with me and when she left me. And, um, it actually happened twice. She left me for the same guy and thinking he's, he's her person when he's just a manipulator. He's not, he's not a good person. He's not your person at all. Um, when he just treats you like shit and does the shit that, you know, you told me he did, like, he's not a good person. It's, it's just really fucking shitty and really shady. You know, he's just a super shady and shitty person is what it is. And he's was good at manipulating her said that he was broken without her when he wasn't. He's a fucking liar. After they got divorced, he fucking got married to a chick that was like 20 years old, like a week later after the divorce was finalized. That's not love. Fuck no. <laughs> like, that's not love. I'd rather be single for the rest of my life than fucking than dealing with that shit. You know what I mean? And it, it, it's it's sad because, you know, I still do. I still care about her. I still love her. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think I'll ever stop because I started when I was 13. That was 20 something years ago. Um, <clears throat> And at the same time, is like, how much can you take? You know, how much can you, you know, you really have to fucking figure yourself out and figure out what you're going to deal with and what you're not going to deal with in life. And when it comes to the abuse shit, it's sad. It's super sad because, like I said, growing up, I didn't, I didn't get the love from a father that I needed. You know what I'm saying? My mom and my grandma had to give me, you know, the love I was missing from my dad, you know, because my dad treated me like shit and it wasn't like. He was just a mean fucking person. He wasn't just mean to me. He was, you know, well, he actually, he was, uh, he wasn't really mean to my brother very much. Um, like I always, I always say that my brother was a golden child because of how my fucking father treated him and shit like that compared to how he treated me and how my dad would like embarrass me in front of fucking his friends and stuff like that and try to make himself. I don't know if he may, was trying to make himself feel better about himself or, or what, you know, it was just, it was tough growing up, but I, I'm thankful that I had the love from my mom and from my grandma and them, you know, them them being there, you know what I'm saying? Like <clears throat> my mom didn't know about it. I never told her like, she was like, why didn't you just, why didn't you tell me? Not, and you know, I told her well, obviously when I was in my thirties, <laughs> but that's, you know, it's over with now it's said and gone. And you know, it's just like, why didn't you tell me? And I just couldn't, I didn't think she would do anything. So I kept it to myself and dealt with it. You know, I just dealt with it until I was 16 and I had enough. I was like, fuck this. And, uh, <clears throat> like, from the baseball bat beating, I had already developed PTSD as a kid. I still have PTSD because of that, you know? And it's like, I'm super aware of my emotions and how I want to treat people. And I would never, ever treat a person how I was treated, you know, whether it be relationship wise, friendship wise, or as a, as a parent, I can never treat, treat someone how I was treated because it's a, it's unfair unfair to take out what's happened to you on other people and then and you see domestic violence all over all the all the time like <clears throat> like honestly like this shit right now with fucking um <laughs> kanye west and kim kardashian like dude's crazy like i could see some domestic violence shit happening with him like for real like i don't know if he's off his fucking medicines or what the fuck's going on with this dude but he's off the wagon bro and um it's super fucking wild and like i truly feel for people that go through like domestic disputes and shit like that like and domestic violence like when you when you define violence it's something that's physical but i don't i don't define it like that because you can be belittling someone and breaking them mentally and i'd rather be broken physically than broken mentally honestly because the mental shit really fucks with your head 
and you it takes years years i'm fucking telling you it takes years to get over what's happened to you mentally than what it does physically physically you know once you're healed up and your body's healed and everything like that it's, it's all over with but that mental shit that mental shit stays with you for the rest of your fucking life and you know sometimes like i said it takes years to get over sometimes it doesn't go away sometimes it sticks with you forever like so i'll question shit still to this day what did i do wrong you know what i'm saying what did i do you know, to, to deserve the things that have happened to me, especially in relationships when I've done nothing but have been good in relationships and treated these women with respect. And eh, it's just tough. You know, it's tough, especially my ex-wife, like the, 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 my, the one with my ex-wife where that's when I really started realizing that I was, I didn't want drama in my life. I didn't want fucking, you know, any of this bullshit in my life. I wanted to be fucking good and, and, and all good. You know, like I, treated her with fucking respect. I treated her like a fucking queen, like a fucking queen. And she got probably not the best version of me, but pretty damn close to the best version of me. Um, like I never had any arguments with her. Never. I never tried to argue with her. Um, and then, you know, the only time I argued with her is towards the end, you know, when she fucking wanted me to just string me along, still taking my money, but not saying, oh, we're not, we're never getting back together, but you're still taking $500 a week from me to pay your fucking bills. But I'm not going, you know, you know, just shit like that. And it, it's just crazy. And then she, you know, the best part was like her manipulation was years later after we've been broken up for a while, she ended up messaging me like just talking like she wanted to get work things out and get back together. I'm like, no, like, what the fuck? Like, no. And then my most recent ex, like she actually got the best version of me. Like she got the the man that would do anything for you, go above and beyond. And I'm still that guy, you know what I'm saying? But I'm super guarded now. I'm super fucking guarded because of the things I've been through. And if I treat you like you're a fucking queen, I expect to be treated like a fucking king, not like a jester. I'm not a joker, man. I'm not, I'm not something that you can just, you know, walk on by. Like, how do you go from telling somebody that they're the best thing that's ever happened to you. And there's no comparison to end up leaving that person and blocking them from every fucking thing. You know, like think about it that way. You know, people, you know, manipulation is a part of violence is a part of uh, domestic violence. Um, there's, there's physical, there's mental, there's verbal, there's all these abuses too. You know what I'm saying? That go along with domestic violence is not just a physical thing. Physical obviously is the worst, you know, because you're getting beaten, beaten on. Um, and I, I, I truly feel bad for people like that, you know, that have to deal with that shit. And I feel bad for the people that stay or keep going back to that shit because it was me. I was that person. I kept going back to the fucking, to the bullshit my ex was feeding me, you know, like I kept going and going and going. But she was like, <sighs> like I said, when she wasn't drinking, which was rare, when she wasn't drinking, she was fucking on point. She was actually a decent person. It's when she started drinking. That's when like the, the worst part of her came out. But who knows, man, she could have been super fucking like not drinking and could have been like super low key with her cheating and her fucking dogging me out. And like, so that's the thing, too, is like my mom hated coming over to my house when I was with her because she fucking would always talk shit about me to my mother. Like, how are you going to talk shit about somebody that's sleeping in bed next to you every night and you're going to run your fucking mouth about that person? Like, yeah, I get it. I'm a big dude, but you don't got to talk shit about my weight to my mom and to whatever. Like, bro, like I've been I've struggled with weight my whole life. You know what I mean? So it's been. It's nothing, nothing, it's nothing new to me. It's, it's something I've been dealing with my forever for fucking ever. <clears throat> so that was one thing she used to run her fucking mouth to my mom about. And it was just like, you know, and just, she would just talk shit in general. Just like, like, stop being a shitty negative person, man. Cause that shit's not going to go anywhere and it's not going to bring you anywhere. But like I said, with the whole domestic violence thing, like domestic violence, like 
with men is, is a big thing too, because people may not believe it, but men, just because it's not like on the news or fucking in newspapers, or you don't see the shit on fucking on like Facebook and shit like that. But men are fucking subjects of uh, domestic violence also. So it's like a lot of us men just hold it inside. You know what I'm saying? We don't say nothing to anybody and we just, we just keep it in, keep it, keep it like inside, which is, it's crazy. It's super crazy. Like we keep our, it's not for a man. It's not okay to, to, to show your emotions. You're supposed to be super strong. You're not supposed to show any emotions. Emotions make you weak. And I feel like that's bullshit (laughs) because us as men, we should be allowed to fucking show our, show our emotions, you know, and and an emotion doesn't make you feminine. You know what I mean? I feel like the most masculine men show their emotions, let you know how they feel. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're, you're hiding your emotions, you're actually really weak. Um, and, and it's unfair to us because, you know, if the police are called in domestic violence, domestic violence dispute, best believe the man's going to fucking jail, whether he didn't touch her or not, just because we're men. And that's true. That is the absolute fucking truth. And people will believe what a woman says because, I mean, women have the advantage when it comes to that. I mean, fuck, look at me. I got a got handcuffed and everything. The cops finally fucking took the cuffs off me after I showed him that my gun was still in the fucking safe that was covered in a fucking inch thick of dust. So how do you got, you got an inch worth, inch worth of dust on your fucking, uh, your gun safe, but you pull the gun on her bitch, please fuck out my face with that dumb shit. But you know, it's, it's tragic. And I really urge people like, if you are going through something like that, seek help. And I mean, I'm talking, and, and this is the thing, even when you're out of that fucking relationship, you need to seek help. You need to go see a counselor or a, or a psychiatrist or something because it's going to fuck with your head mentally <clears throat> because it's going to damage you emotionally. You know, it's going to, you're going to be damaged emotionally, mentally, how you think, how you feel. Everything's going to be damaged. Like I had to go see a counselor because I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, I'm, it's me. It's always me. I, it's my fault. No, it's not your fault. It's that person. It's that person that's doing this to you. It's not your fault. So you can't be upset, you know, with, with, with yourself, you know, it's going to, it's going to beat you up mentally though, for sure. Like I had, I felt no self-worth when I, when they happened to me, my self-worth was fucking in the toilet and, um, I had to go see a counselor. Um, and it, and it helped me out a lot. It, it, you know, brought everything to light, put it in a better perspective than what I could think it was. And it's just something that, you know, you have to do to make yourself better because these people, this is another thing, broken people, man, they jump from person to person. And, what happens with a broken person when they jump from person to person, they end up breaking the person they're with. And that's the fucked up thing. If you're a broken person, you need to find yourself. You need to heal yourself. And that means going to counseling, getting your, your mentality, right. getting your emotions in, in, in like in order, because otherwise all you're going to do the next person you go to, you're going to fuck them up too. So I highly, highly suggest going and seeing a counselor, talking to somebody, getting everything off your fucking chest because if you hold it in, it's just going to break you in the long run and you're going to be broken for who knows how long. <clears throat> and that's, that's what it is. But some people can't swallow their pride to realize that, fuck, I have the problem. I need to go get fucking looked at. I need to go see a, a doctor or a counselor or a psychiatrist or whatever. And that's where it's, it's really messed up. And, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people don't like to talk about domestic violence which I'm not afraid to because I, I've, I've lived through this. You know, I've survived. Granted, yeah, when my most recent ex and I broke up, I got suicidal because 
I felt like I wasn't good enough. You know, it was just, it broke me mentally and emotionally crying all the time. I couldn't watch movies. I couldn't watch TV shows. I couldn't listen to certain songs. It would make me fucking cry because all it did was remind me of her. You know, it broke me. It really broke me. I've never been broken like this before. Not with the, not with my ex that was super abusive towards me or with my ex-wife. My ex-wife didn't break me either. It it was the last one that broke me, (laughs) you know, and I think it's, it broke me because we'd known each other for so long and I never expected her to hurt me, you know, especially when she told me she would never hurt me, never put me through the things that I've been through, but she hurt me, you know, she really, really hurt me. And, um, even still to this day, I'm still hurt. You know, I just, you know, live day by day and that's what it is. Like you, you have to keep trying to make yourself better, make your life better and make yourself stronger mentally, emotionally, physically. And that that's the biggest thing right there is, you know, I've been working on myself so much, trying to make myself a better man and a better person. And <clears throat> I'm just not going to stop, you know? So continuously letting things beat you down and having a negative mindset also will wear you down too. Like if you have to get the negativity out of your mind, because I'll say this until I'm blue in the face. If you have a, have a negative thought process, you'll have a negative life. If you have a positive thought process, you'll have a positive life. You always have to think positive about every situation in life. And you also need to, you know, manifest, you know, affirmations, you know, speak everything into existence. I'm going to have a positive life. I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? Not say, oh, I can't, or I don't know, maybe. No, I'm going to. You're, you know, you're going to have a better life. You're going to to be a better person, you know, stuff like that. Like that, just, just speak it into existence every day. But no, if, if, if you, uh, are going through things like that and you know, your partner's being, you know, you feel like some kind of, you know, abuses, you know, going on in your relationship and speak with somebody, talk to somebody, especially a professional, get professional help. And it's, uh, it's something that, you know, is necessary and needs to be done because otherwise you're, it's going to be a long, rough road, especially if you stay for years like I did telling you man that, that shit fucking <laughs> that that shit man it's bad it's bad it can lead on to things you know like alcoholism drug use everything and it's uh it's not fun because you got to find a way to cope with uh the issues you've you've been dealing with and and the treatment you've been dealing with because otherwise it's going to just drag you down and drag you down and drag you down and drag you down and drag you down it's not fun not at all so if i was you guys and you have any any domestic issues or anything like that or have been through domestic issues like don't fucking be like oh this is it's my person he, he's my person or she's my person now fuck that they're not your person they're trying to break you man they're fucking narcissistic and they're manipulative you don't need that shit in your life move on get past it because they're they're not good they're not good fucking people don't let that fucking bullshit that they're saying out of their mouth fucking mean anything. And the way I see it now, nowadays is like words mean absolutely nothing to me. It's all about actions. Like if you want me in your fucking life, you're going to make me know that I, that you want me in your life. You're going to prove it to me. You're not going to just say the things I don't do that shit. Like <laughs> now that I'm older and now that I've been through the things that I've been through, I won't chase you. I'll replace you quicker than shit. And it could, because that's just not, not for me. I'm not, I'm not into games anymore. Okay. The only game I want to play is my PS4, my PS5, whatever. I'm not into, not into fucking emotional and mental and physical games. It's just not, not for me, but most people, they're afraid to realize that. And they're afraid to become in, like, they're afraid to get in touch with their emotional side. I'm not, 
<laughs> so, you know, just just try to get out of that shit. As, as soon as you start noticing red flags, run. Because the only time a person's going to change is if they want to change. Most of the time they don't they they don't want to change because they're they're stuck in their own ways. Me? Yeah, there was shit I did wrong in in, in relationships. I am not going to lie. But you bet believe you better believe that I fucking realized those things that I needed to fix and work on, and I worked on them. I've been working on them. I've been fixing them because I don't want to stay the same. I, I believe in growth as a human being. So people need to, if you if you want to have a good life, you got to get out of the shitty situations and, and not be content and not be stuck. Because if you're content and stuck, it's going to fuck you over in the long run. So like right now, there's things going on, and I don't really want to speak on them, but it, it's not nothing to do with me, but it's a, with a family member. Like she went through some shit with her mom and her mom's posting on Facebook, like how she misses her and thinks about her and loves her every day. If you, if you cared about your child so much, you would not have put your hands on her. You would not abuse that child. If you cared so fucking much, that's just narcissistic to me and manipulative and, 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 and doing it on social media and making you look like you're, you care like that's super fucked up because people that know the whole situation know that's not how the person is. And it's just, it's sickening to me to fucking see that people go on Facebook and act like their fucking relationships are perfect or that they're, you know, everything's perfect when it's not like that's, that's the one thing is people run to social media and make it like, Oh, I love, I love her so much. She's my best friend. She's the best thing that ever happened to me. Not knowing that behind closed doors, that fucking dude that's posting that is treating her like dog shit and fucking threatening her and saying he's going to beat her ass. and He's going to kill her and all this other shit. You know what I'm saying? That's fucking abuse. That is domestic violence right there. Like, that's not fucking cool. Like, don't fucking sit there and go on Facebook posting how much you love and care about somebody and then fucking dogging them out in fucking person and beating their ass and everything else. That makes you a shitty person. Same thing for women. Like, I've seen women do that. Like, oh, you're the best, babe, and I love you so much. But at the end of the day, you're fucking laying hands on this man for fucking working too long or not answering a text. Like, what? You're out cheating, motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. And that's another thing, too. Insecurities, man. Insecurities fucking also get towards domestic violence because when a person's super insecure about themselves because of things they've done, they try to throw it back at you. And then also then shit becomes physical or it becomes fucking whatever. You know, it's just fucking ridiculous. So that's what I'm saying. When you see red flags like that and you see fucking people that, you know, are are still in contact with their ex or like people that are associated with their ex, you got to run because they're going to leave you. They're going to hurt you. They're going to break you. Run like a motherfucker because those people are not good people. And it's just what it is. Broken people break people until a broken person gets their shit together and gets their mind right. And, you know, everything, their mind and their emotions and everything else. Right. They're not good. They're not going to be good for anybody. All they're going to do is continue breaking people. It's going to continue a vicious cycle and breaking and breaking and breaking. So, like I said, if you feel like you're in danger or you feel like you're going through something that's, you know, kind of borderline domestic violence, get help. Go talk to somebody. Fuck, if you have to, call the police. You know, because people are fucking crazy nowadays. You know, I've noticed that there's all this shit like the, the whole fucking thing with Gabby Petito. Like, who knows what happened with her? Like, we don't know. We know he killed her. Like, this dude could have been fucking laying hands on her and everything like that and plotting this whole time to kill her. And then he kills himself like a coward. Like, he took the coward's way out. You know, and that and that's just what it is. And, um, like, it's just crazy. This, this day and age, like, like, all this domestic shit is happening in these relationships and nobody's noticing anything and nobody's saying anything. Or these people are too blind. Like, oh, no, it was just a mistake. 
he loves me or, oh, no, it was just a mistake. She loves me. No, what the fuck? Like, no, bro, that shit doesn't happen. Like, that shit does not fucking happen. It's not right. So at the end of the day, get fucking help. But I'm. this is the end of the episode. I just wanted to, you know, let you guys know about domestic violence and me surviving domestic violence and, and becoming the person I am today because of the things I've been through and realizing what I will tolerate, what I will not tolerate in life from friends, family members, and from relationships. And that's just what it is. So I hope this guy, this episode has helped some of you guys. If you guys tune in or if you guys have felt like, you know, you're receiving some kind of domestic abuse, I know there's domestic violence hotlines. Call them. Call the fucking hotlines. Call a fucking um, a social worker or call a counselor, call a psychiatrist, you know, get help, get help, especially if, if you're the one doing the domestic shit, you know, and you're the one manipulating or being a narcissist or whatever, get help, man. Like, get your, make yourself better. Stop breaking good people because that's what it is. Broken people break good people. And then these good people, they're broken and they don't give a fuck anymore. So you have to fucking get help and, and fix yourself. But like I said, guys, th- that's it for today's show. Um, I hope you guys, you know, are fucking doing great. Um, I'll have another episode coming out here soon. And, uh, you know, pretty soon I'll be having uh, T-shirts available too, hopefully. So, uh Hope you guys have, you know, enjoyed this episode, you know, love, peace, chicken grease, stay healthy, folks.